1: them from the underground command post, deep in the bowels of a hidden bunker, somewhere under the brick and steel of a nondescript building, we've once again made contact with our leader, Mark Levin.
0: Hello everybody, I'm Mark Levin, the number 877-381-3811, 877-381-3811. And so it continues. You know, ladies and gentlemen, the Democrat Party and the media, one and the same thing, they grab hold of events, or create events, but in this case, grab hold of events, and insist on writing the narrative. Insist on controlling and owning the narrative. So where we have two subhuman animals slaughtering our fellow Americans, and others. One in Dayton, who is a socialist supporter of Elizabeth Warren and Bernie Sanders, just as the shooter several years ago was a supporter of Bernie Sanders who almost killed Scalise and shot at other Republicans on the field. And we have another mass murderer in El Paso, Texas, no links to Trump. He's a racist. And a radical environmentalist. Has leftist ideas about minimum incomes and so forth. And apparently that needs to be tied to the President of the United States. And so the progressive narrative kicks in. That Trump is a racist. That Trump's rhetoric is responsible. And the media drive it by cherry-picking the kinds of guests they'll bring on their programs and the kinds of questions they ask. One of the most notorious is Jake Tapper, former communications director of Handgun Control, Inc. He had Beto O'Rourke, who has been the most demagogic, loathsome politician of the bunch, drawing attention to himself with his outrageous propaganda, vicious, poisonous propaganda. And Tapper uses him to ask questions of other guests. Do you agree with him? Do you agree with him? A very sleazy technique. And this is going on throughout Cable World. It's going on throughout the New York Slimes and the Washington Compost. It's repeated by the big networks. And so now the story is, on Tuesday, after the mass murders, that Trump is a racist that Trump has to change his behavior that we need massive new gun control laws of some sort or another and you must not oppose the progressive agenda because the only way to fix this you see ladies and gentlemen is through the progressive agenda once again and so we'll have gun control you see or other types of control. And they won't work like Obamacare didn't work. And then we'll be told, well, we need more controls. That there's gaps, that there's loopholes. We have to fill the gaps and loopholes. And we'll be spending the rest of our liberty and decades filling gaps and loopholes. As I said to you last evening, you won't see clergy on these channels talking about our abandonment of morality and virtue. You won't see it. Serious discussions about what's taking place in this country with respect to our classrooms, whether they're government schools or colleges and universities. The endless victimization, systemic racism. When you hear the Democrats at their debates what a horrific place America is. And none of that, you see, is responsible for anything. No, 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 you don't understand. It's the mentally ill, it's video games, it's social media. Not the Democrat Party media. Not Joe Scarborough and Mika Brzezinski. Not Don Lemon and Jake Tapper and Chris Cuomo. No, 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 no. Not Chris Matthews or the rest of them. And I can tell you now, the next time there's a mass murder, and there will be one, unfortunately, it'll be the same scenario. It doesn't matter who the mass killer is. It doesn't matter the facts and the circumstances, not to the Democrat Party media. No. If it happens while Trump's president, it's on Trump. It's on Trump. The inhumanity of this spectacle, the political and propaganda machine that we live with, is appalling. But it's effective. New York Times, red flag gun control bills pick up momentum with the GOP in Congress. Say what? Red flag, gun control. Now, generally speaking, what that means is, if you think somebody is a nut job, that they may hurt somebody, report it to authorities, and the authorities will step in, and they'll see if the guy's a nut job, or they'll take steps to see. And while they're trying to figure that out, what they'll do is, obviously, make sure they don't have any access to weapons. That's a thumbnail sketch. Now, why would the Republicans agree to such things? And this is just the beginning. Well, this is from Bloomberg. Republicans fear extinction in the suburbs over gun control. While most Republicans have opposed expanding background checks and banning assault rifles, that's a loaded first sentence. GOP Senator Lindsey Graham said Monday he cut a deal with Democratic Senator Richard Blumenthal on red flag legislation to assist and encourage states to keep guns away from people who are found to pose an imminent risk of violence. Many Democrats said that wasn't enough and called for a renewal of the assault weapons ban and universal background checks, among other measures. Now, look how the narrative and the language is stolen. Assault weapons ban. Fertilizer can be an assault weapon. A baseball bat can be an assault weapon. A car, a truck can be an assault weapon. What is an assault weapons ban? What is an assault weapon? What does that mean? It means nothing. But everybody's for it. Yeah, ban the assault weapons. We don't like assault. Universal background checks. See, they're relying on on the ignorance that is put out there by the media. In order to buy a weapon, you get a background check, an FBI background check. Well, Mark, you don't get that if uh, the the, uh, gun show loophole, in other words, if somebody wants to sell their weapon to somebody else, there's no FBI background check. Do you know how many of those weapons have been used in murder? Some fraction of 1%. There's no loophole. So the Republicans are running scared. GOP takes a hit. The renewed... Debate captures, writes Bloomberg, a dilemma for Trump as he revs up his re-election campaign with appeals to ruler Americans steeped in a rich gun culture. So now it's a Trump problem. It's a Republican problem. Now, what do they do? Well, how did this come to pass? How did this come to pass? Because everything is reported through the lens of the progressive ideology and social activism. The pressure is on to destroy the Second Amendment. The pressure is on to attack the Bill of Rights, to change the Constitution without an amendment to the Constitution. Notice nobody seriously introduces an amendment to the Constitution because it can't pass. So in the midst of enormous anxiety, the push is on. Propaganda, Endless lies in the media. I mean, would, they, would it be better if, if the Walmart was blown up? Would it be better if he took a truck and drove over 50 people? Would it be better if he used fertilizer? Of course not. Sick people do sick things. And I don't necessarily mean medically sick. I mean evil. But in no time do the progressives want to talk about what I talked about last night. Faith. Reverence, faith, reverence, morality, virtue. At no time do they want to talk about prayer, even silent prayer in the classroom. These same people that have been screaming at the top of their lungs at each other of a systemic racism, of an unjust America, With people in prison who are there because of their race. Of a racist America because borders aren't fully open and people are stopped to try and figure out who they are. America that's said to be imperialist and colonialist. America that's said to be polluting the world. You cannot continue to attack our institutions... Fail to assimilate our people into our culture, fail to support our culture, our ideals, our beliefs, our traditions, and our customs, and expect to have a healthy society. There is no special CNN show on any of that. No, no, no. Instead, we're going to get a second version of a gun control show by CNN. Tells you everything you need to know. But there's not a network in the country that I'm aware of, not one, that will talk about the basics, that will dare to challenge the narrative of the media and the Democrat Party. They feel they have Trump on the run, the Republicans on the run, the NRA on the run, Fox News, they think. It's a horrible, horrible thing. You have these mass murders, and immediately the media and the Democrats, working hand in glove, act to own the narrative. And for something that you and I, the institutions we support, the president we voted for, had absolutely nothing to do with, suddenly we're told blood is on our hands. It's absolutely unacceptable. As the Republicans run for the hills and the Democrats go on offense. And everything's about power and politics and fundamentally transforming America. I'll be right back. Mark Lubin. the regulation of big tech, mental illness, and the American medical insurance system. And because America's founding principles are so important, Hillsdale offers Imprimis absolutely free of charge to anyone who requests it. That's right, you can subscribe to Inprimus for free. Here's what I want you to do. I want you to visit inprimus.hillsdale.edu for your free subscription. That's Inprimus, I-M-P-R-I-M-I-S, dot Hillsdale, E-D-U. Welcome to Hillsdale. You know I want as do the sanctimony of the media day in and day out, as they lie about what the president said in Charlottesville. As they must. Read the transcript. Listen very carefully to what he said. It's not rocket scientist president did not endorse the Klan. He did not endorse neo-Nazis. He didn't say they were good people. He was talking about other people who were objecting to taking down historic sites, statues. Again, I spent an entire show on this, syllable by syllable. And yet that's the big lie. They just keep repeating it, as do others. Look at the president's tweet about Elijah Cummings. Absolutely nothing to do with race, but the media wanted it to do something with race. And so, for days, that was the narrative. And then they talked about a pattern including Charlottesville and the tweet. And then they added in remember his attacks on Talib and Omar and AOC. And the other one, Presley, I think her name is, four women of color. That's the way it was reported by Nora O'Donnell and a thousand other phony journalists that the president was attacking women of color. He was attacking, in the case of AOC, Talib and Omar, bigots, anti-Semitic bigots who aren't just defended by the media, but were created by the media. And now, we have these two mass murders. The Dayton mass murder, his resume, if you will, is all but ignored, or mentioned rarely and in passing and quickly. But they project on top of the El Paso mass murder, Trump. 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 Because, you see, he was a racist when it came to Hispanics, and we've been told time and again, so is the president. This would be the same president who offered the Democrats a deal early on in his presidency to give 1.2 million illegal aliens, mostly Latinos, legal status and a road to citizenship if they would accept his comprehensive immigration reform, and they rejected it. This is the president who has asked for more detention centers and detention beds to deal with what he inherited, an open border from Obama, an open border from the Democrat Party, and they insist on it, and the Democrats said no. The Democrats, who said it was a manufactured crisis, it's a real crisis, and they blame the president now, even though previously they called it manufactured, and they won't lift a finger to help secure the border. The Democrats who attack law enforcement and cops, particularly local cops, attack them. And yet, look who came to the rescue in Dayton, and look who came to the rescue in El Paso. Suddenly they're silent with their attacks on cops. So they want to take your weapons away, and they do. And then when we get past another few days, they'll keep trashing the men and women in blue. So they want to effectively disarm many of you and take away local law enforcement. Tell me, is this the kind of anarchy that you want? Apparently, if you don't support this, you're a racist and you support mass murders. I'll be right back.
2: Talk with that voice
0: now, 877-381-3811. There were several horrific mass shootings and murders when Obama was president of the United States. But Obama was a radical progressive, so he's not going to be criticized. He's immune from criticism because he wanted to fundamentally alter the Second Amendment. Couldn't get Congress to go along, but he wanted to do it. So none of it's his fault. His rhetoric, often racialist, his rhetoric, never examined. His bigotry, oh yes, never examined. Particularly the anti-Semitic part, never examined. Never came under any sort of criticism. Fort Hood, Pulse, at elementary school in Connecticut. And he shouldn't have been blamed for it. But the double standard goes on. Unless you embrace progressivism, unless you reject constitutionalism, unless you embrace the Democrat Party agenda... You're in the uh, political target of the media and the Democrats. But I said when the program opened, perhaps the most outrageous of the demagogues has been Beto O'Rourke. Drawing attention to himself. The media have played him up. The media have used him to motivate others to match his propaganda and his outrageous rhetoric. We even have a mayor in Dayton, very hostile to the president. We have a congresswoman in El Paso who says the president shouldn't come. Pretty incredible. The president didn't do anything. We have politicians running around doing the two things they do best, yakking and wanting to pass laws. They're so smart, these politicians, as they run the debt up through the ceiling, as they refuse to enforce immigration laws, as they spend a decade eviscerating the United States military, as they issue subpoenas left and right and look into impeachment and all the rest. These very same politicians, you see, they're going to pass laws and fix this, at least in part. You know, people like Beto O'Rourke. Let's listen to him. Cut one. Go.
2: Studies show and studies are all over the place, but most of the studies show that while those measures would absolutely save lives, um, the most effective gun control measures have been gun licenses and mandatory buyback programs like they did in Australia. Would you be open to those proposals as president?
3: Yes. And I'm open to them right now as a candidate. Absolutely has to be part of the conversation. And if at the end of the day, it's going to save lives, if it's going to prevent the kind of tragedies that we saw in El Paso or Gilroy or Dayton or this weekend in Chicago or all over this country on a daily basis, then let's move forward and do it.
0: Do you think for a minute that people who have the intention of slaughtering their fellow human beings They're going to waste time getting gun licenses, Mr. Producer. Do you think they're going to participate in a mandatory buyback program? Can you imagine the police state apparatus that would have to be built in this country to force some 70 million Americans to give up a few hundred million weapons? And under what constitutional authority? This is tyranny. But you see, Beto O'Rourke will never be accused of tyranny. It'll never see a be-, say, be said of Beto O'Rourke that he's a fascist, that he's Mussolini, that he's Stalin. You won't hear that from Scarborough. He'll be applauded. He'll be applauded because of his foresight and his bravery in making such a suggestion, standing up to the NRA. Then there's Joe Biden. Now, Joe Biden is said to be the moderate, the centrist, the center left candidate of the Democrat Party. Oh, really? Here he is on CNN. Cut to go. So to, to, to gun owners out there who say, well,
4: a Biden administration means they're going to come for my guns. Bingo. You're right. If you have an assault weapon.
0: Bingo. You're right. If you have an assault weapon. An assault weapon, meaning a rifle. Not a flintlock, but a rifle, a modern rifle. Bingo, I'm coming for your guns. Or He's just admitted it. Go ahead.
4: The fact of the matter is they should be illegal, period. Look, the Second Amendment doesn't say you can't restrict the kinds of weapons people can own. You can't buy a bazooka. You can't have a flamethrower. Let, let, the- let,
0: me, let, me, let me try and respond to this, because I get this all the time can't have a nuclear weapon and so forth. Remember how you read the Constitution? You look at the text and you look at the context. What was the intent of the framers of the Constitution? The intent wasn't that you'd be able to blow up cities. The intent was you'd be able to defend yourself. You'd be able to hunt. Be able to protect your property and your family. Against all threats. That was the intent. Not a bazooka or nuclear bomb or flamethrower or anything of the sort. So you have to be rational when you look at this. But if you're utterly disconnected from the Constitution and you want to turn the Second Amendment on its head, then you talk like Joe Biden. So the choice is, ladies and gentlemen... Either we remove your so-called assault weapons or you'll have a right to bazookas and flamethrowers. Go ahead. These arguments are the people who say the tree of
4: liberty is water with the blood of patriots. We need the protection against the government. We need an F-15 for that. You need something well beyond whether or not you're going to have an assault weapon.
0: I, I don't know what he's talking about, but if he really wants to go there, if he really wants to go there, Then look at history. Look at the Warsaw Ghetto. Look at how these regimes disarm their population. Look at Venezuela. Look at Red China. Look at Russia. Look at every communist slash fascistic genocidal regime on the face of the earth... They want to take everything that's in our First Amendment away from us and everything that's in our Second Amendment away from us from their own people. Speech, press, real press, weapons, and religion. Sounds a lot like the Democrats, quite frankly. Go ahead.
4: How would you deal with all the assault weapons that are
0: already out there? Why don't they explain what they mean by assault weapons? Why don't they ever discuss that? What weapons in particular? Well, the AR-15. The AR-15 is a rifle. It's not even a high caliber rifle. You pull the trigger and a bullet comes out. That's the AR-15. It's not a military weapon. It's not a military style weapon. It's not an assault weapon. It's a rifle. That's all it is.
4: Go ahead. I would do is I would try to uh, I would institute a national buyback program and I would move in the direction of making sure that that, in fact, was what we tried to do. Get them off the street. But that's not confiscating people. No, that, that's not walking into their homes, knocking on their doors, going through their gun cabinets, et cetera. So people would be allowed to keep the weapons they already have. Right now, there's no legal way that I'm aware of that you could deny them the right if they had purchased legally purchased them. But we
0: can't well, talk to Beto O'Rourke. Because Beto O'Rourke says that's exactly what he's going to do. I don't think these people know who they're dealing with. There are millions of Americans who have weapons, who are law-abiding, who pay their taxes. You're going to take their weapons from them? What do you think this is, Australia? It's not Australia. With all due respect, we're not Australia. We're not New Zealand. We're not Britain. We're not France. We're America. And they have mass murders, yes, overseas. In fact, last time I checked, Hitler came from overseas, Tojo came from overseas, Mussolini came from overseas, Stalin came from overseas, none of that came from America. Last time I checked, just just pointing it out. Mao. Go ahead
4: make a major effort to get them off the street and out of the possession of
0: people. See, now we've moved from the mentally ill to getting them out of the possession of people. You see? The so-called slippery slope is a Mount Everest slope. I want to get them out of the hands of the people. Not people who have a sort of an indication of a problem no get them out of the hands of all people so now we've moved from red flag to white flag where you have to surrender your weapon because they think somehow that's going to prevent evil people from doing diabolical things which is absurd absolutely absurd But here's my question to you. If you really believe that Trump is the reason this took place, then why do you need to take weapons from the people? All you need to do is defeat Trump, right, Mr. Producer? But Trump isn't the reason, any more than Obama was. Any more than George W. Bush was. Any more than Clinton was. Any more than George H.W. Bush was, and so forth and so on. But if Trump is the reason, and his language is the reason, that all this occurred, what are you messing around with the Second Amendment for, right? All you need to do is defeat Trump, because it's all a lie. That's why. It's all a lie. I'll be right back. Mark Lubin. Every human being has a common problem. How do I live well? Our happiness and well-being depends on how we answer that question. Hillsdale College President Larry Arne argues that the best book ever written on this subject is Aristotle's Nicomachean Ethics. And a new free online course from Hillsdale College shares Aristotle's teachings that will help you lead the most complete, happy life possible. Register for this free course Introduction to Aristotle's Ethics, How to Lead a Good Life, featuring lessons from the greatest self-help book ever written at levinforhillsdale.com. In just 10 on-demand videos, each only 30 minutes long, you'll learn how to confront the chief obstacles to happiness and make the choices that build good character. Aristotle presents a guide for securing a virtuous life, and if you take this free course from Hillsdale and heed Aristotle's advice, your life will change for the better. You can learn how to lead a good life just as every Hillsdale College student does. It's yours for free at levinforhillsdale.com. That's L-E-V-I-N for Hillsdale com. Don't forget, ladies and gentlemen, I hope you'll join me and W-A-B-C at Bark in the Park this Saturday, August 10th at 11 a.m., At Overpeck Park. Overpeck Park in Ridgefield Park, New Jersey. It's going to be a great day for the whole family and your dogs. As we celebrate man's best friend with vendors, food trucks, exhibitors, and more. And we always have a wonderful, wonderful time. Bergen County Animal Shelter will be on site with adoptions available. And there's more information at wabcradio.com. wabcradio.com. Also... I will be on Hannity tonight on the Fox News Channel, 9.30 p.m. Eastern Time, 6.30 p.m. Pacific Time. You won't want to miss it. I will be on Hannity tonight on the Fox News Channel. Then finally, I want you to download the app. So anytime you can't get to your radio or we're preempted or tape delayed and you want to hear the show... Maybe you want to hear it three days later. You want to hear what I said five days ago. Whatever it is. It never hurts to download the podcast. Never. And we have three million monthly podcasters. In addition to eight and a half million radio listeners, AM and FM. In addition to Lord knows how many on satellite. And in addition to live streaming. So millions and millions of you out there, and I would strongly encourage all of you Levinites, just to have it, to download the podcast so you can always use it or play it for a friend. Say, listen to this guy. Here's what you do. Get on the Internet. Go to MarkLevinShow.com. That is my big radio website. It's been with us for almost 15 years now. Mark, L-E-V-I-N show dot com. Mark Levin dot com. You'll get to the home page right there on the home page. Look at the various links at the top and almost in the middle on the top. It says audio rewind. It's as simple as can be. Simple as can be. Click on audio rewind at the middle of the top of the home page. And then it'll move you to the podcast page and you can. Use Google Podcast, Apple Podcast, Stitcher, whatever podcast platform you like. Now some of you are not podcasters. You really ought to try it out. Maybe you resisted an iPhone or an Android or any kind of cell phone. Well, you can listen to this show on your handheld device. Maybe you want to listen to it through another means. But this is the way to do it, so you have access to the Mark Levin Show podcast. And uh you'll always be able to take it with you anywhere and at any time. Well, we're going to continue to build up the podcast and build it up and build it up. I don't promote it enough. I don't talk about it enough. So I'm going to do it more often. So go to marklivinshow.com, my homepage on my website. Click on audio rewind. It's the middle of the top of the page. And the uh, podcast of uh, various uh, platforms are there. For instance, Google Podcast, Apple Podcast, Stitcher. Just give it a try. See what you think. Finally. You know what they used to say. Last but not least. Look, I can't be 100% sure. But I believe Unfreedom of the Press is going to be on the New York Times bestseller list 11 weeks in a row. We'll know tomorrow. With your help. And yet I'm told that many of you still have not purchased a copy of it. Or maybe you haven't given a copy to your spouse, your significant other or to your college-age children, or to your parents or grandparents. Or maybe you grandparents out there haven't given a copy to your grandkids, or coworkers or friends. Spread the word. You see what's happening to our society now. It is the media, the media that is pushing the narrative. Not even the Democrat Party. It is the media, as I explain in the book. Trying to take out this president, trying to push the progressive agenda, pushing social activism, abandoning objective truth. This book will open your eyes more than anything I can say here in a three-hour program or than anybody else can say on radio or TV. It will open your eyes. Look at the five-star comments on Amazon and grab your copy. It's 40% off. That's a big deal. I'll be right back.
1: from the underground command post, deep in the bowels of a hidden bunker, somewhere under the brick and steel of a nondescript building, we've once again made contact with our leader, Mark Levin.
0: Hello everybody, Mark Levin here, our number 877-381-3811, 877-381-3811. Couple of questions, really they're rhetorical points, but nonetheless... If President Trump is to blame, or his rhetoric, quote-unquote, is to blame for mass shootings, particularly in El Paso, uh, why all the shooting events under Obama? At an elementary school, at a club, at a fort, among other places? Was Obama's rhetoric and language... Responsible in whole or part for the slaughter of those human beings? What explains the slaughter that took place this past weekend in Chicago and the skyrocketing death rate in Baltimore? Is that the president too? And why have gun control, quote unquote, more gun control, if it's President Trump's rhetoric that is the primary reason for these mass shootings you see this is irrational irrational and yet Trump is dragged for the grinder Obama is noble because Obama is a hard left progressive but he wanted to get gun control you see He wanted to do the right thing. And his propaganda is different than Trump's propaganda. You see, Obama's not a hater. Trump's a hater. Obama's not a racist or an anti-Semite. Trump's a racist and an anti-Semite. Get the point? Trump isn't to blame. Any more than Obama is, yet you know, Trump gets the blame and Obama doesn't. That's the media. Media don't want to look at our inner cities. Who runs the inner cities? Trump exposed that. He said, "Look at Baltimore. Look what the hell's going on at Baltimore." That nah, that's racist. Don't look at Baltimore. No. No. So I just wanted to point these idiotic arguments out from the left from the media and so forth well trump contributes to it we didn't say it was exclusive and then you get into the uh you know the dicing and the mincing and the and the hair splitting and all the rest of the left but obama didn't contribute to it no no of course not you see obama wants more government less liberty no 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 under Obama, these guys would have been caught, you see, if he could only have his way, if the CDC could have uh, used uh, health issues to get them, if, uh, if we could have had uh, gun control, better background checks, if we could have. Uh, now, now, notice this. Notice this. There's something new that the Democrats are saying. They are talking about outright confiscation. Beto O'Rourke is talking about outright confiscation. Joe Biden's saying he would if he could, and we need to look at this. So it's not a right-wing conspiracy anymore that they want to take your guns. They do. Regardless of the facts on the ground. Regardless of these two mass murders. Trump's the problem. The Second Amendment's the problem. You're a potential problem. And the left, of course, has the answers. The very same left mindset that's destroyed so many of our inner cities. So many people in these crime-ridden neighborhoods, notice I didn't say infested, in these crime-ridden neighborhoods, statistics don't lie. are not allowed to own weapons to protect themselves. So the hoodlums, the criminals, they have weapons. No, they're not going to wait around for licenses. No, they're not going to give them back in a uh, gun-buying government program. No, they're not worried about registering or background checks or anything of the kind. They have weapons. But law-abiding Americans in the inner city want to protect themselves and protect their little ones and so forth. They don't. Meanwhile, the Democrats who run these cities are hollowing out the police forces. So they can't defend themselves, and the police forces are hollowed out, and they can't react effectively in many instances for a lot of reasons. And now you have death rates up, rape rates up, assault rates up, people wanting to get the hell out because these are dysfunctional governmental entities. Absolutely dysfunctional. Well, that's what the Democrats want to do to the whole country. That's what they want to do to the whole country. Joe Biden is on Telemundo today. And he has an idea for the first day he comes into office. Cut, forego.
4: First of all, the day I get elected president, I'm going to... Dreamers are going to be legalized.
0: By the... By his own signature, by Fiat. Dreamers are going to be legalized. Now, you're going to hear two voices on this. The left that's going to say, yes! The same left that said the president does not have an authority despite the budgets that give him the authority, to move funds around and build a wall without specific congressional authorization. And then you're going to hear the never-Trumpers and the pretend constitutionalists say effectively the same thing. No, giving people legalized status without any statutory authority whatsoever and moving funds around from one budget to another with statutory authority are two completely different things. Let it all get mushed up together because that's the way it works. So Joe Biden, if he can, he will take your guns away and first day in office. Dreamers, over a million people will get legal status. First day in office. He's the centrist, you see. He's the, the center left guy. He's, uh, he's not to be feared, you know. He's going after the same voters as Trump. Joe Biden is not just a low IQ dummy. He's also a liar. He's lied about his academic background in the past. He's plagiarized in the past. So he's, uh, he's very qualified to be the nominee for the Democrat Party. And he's on CNN yesterday and lies through his teeth about the president of the United States. And of course, CNN doesn't call him out because CNN doesn't want to call him out. This is their narrative. Hat tip, right scoop, cut five, go.
4: For the first time today, the first time I've ever heard him say he condemns white white supremacy, white terrorism.
0: Do we talk about other people based on their skin? When these killings occur, I mean, it's just. I'm just saying. That this guy obviously is a is a racist and a white supremacist, but all these mass murders over time are not done exclusively by white people or white supremacists. Some are. Don't get me wrong. And they threaten me, too. That's not my point. Now, let's listen to Trump. Trump. What Trump has said over the past, this was put together by a gentleman on Twitter. It's been on TV. It's been played on radio the last 48 hours. First, we have March 2016. Then we have August 15, 2017. Excuse me, August 14, 2017, and August 15, 2017. And this is just three examples. Cut six, go. I've rejected David Duke, rejected David Duke. Uh, I've rejected the KKK, the Ku Klux Klan. From the time I'm five years old, I rejected them. I put it on Twitter last week. About the neo-Nazis and the white nationalists, because they should be condemned totally. Racism is evil, and those who cause violence in its name are criminals and thugs, including the KKK, neo-Nazis, white supremacists and other hate groups that are repugnant to everything we hold dear as Americans. So what's going on here, folks, is the continued effort, a big lie, to destroy the character of the president. It is just cold politics, power politics. It is horrific. If you're a normal person, you listen to this stuff, and you just, you, you feel like, you know, thrown up on your on your loafers. But the 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 fact is, this is what's going on in Washington D.C. This is all they know. They don't produce anything else. And it's all about power. Who's in charge? Who can position themselves? Who can use the government for themselves and for their constituent groups and so forth against their opponents? And it's gotten vicious and brutal. Vicious and brutal. So now. The president has to defend himself against allegations of racism because the media just keep it up. And these people are not even challenged. They're not even challenged. Here's Cory Booker, March 2019, really not that long ago. Cut seven, go.
3: And for him to fail even to condemn Nazis or even to to talk about white supremacy as a problem in this country, to me, that is being complicit in the violence that
0: is happening. This is a sick man. And of course, as you just heard, he has. But this is a very sick guy, this Cory Booker. Remember the way he treated uh, Kavanaugh as well. So that was March. Now, yesterday, yesterday on CNN, here's Cory Booker. Cut eight, go.
5: Senator, another thing that the president said in his remarks today, I'll read it to you. He said, in one voice, our nation must condemn racism, bigotry and white supremacy. That has been something hearing that from President Trump has been something that I know a lot of folks have been waiting for and looking for, not just in the past 24 hours.
0: He but didn't for- do it just in the past 24 hours, idiot, phony journalist. Why do you lie? Go ahead.
5: ...long time. Do you welcome that acknowledgement?
0: No. Look... No. Know, you just said in March that he must criticize the Nazis and the white supremacists. Which he's done. Multiple times. And he did it again yesterday. But that's not good enough for Cory Booker. Because Cory is not really interested in his president's statements this is a narrative that they're pushing go
1: ahead the kind of healing that we need starts first with someone standing up and saying i've been wrong
0: oh, i've made mistakes yeah right of course two people just murdered 32 people and the president has to stand up and say i've been wrong i've made mistakes do you see how sick this is And it is constant on CNN. It is constant on MSNBC and the pages of the New York Slimes, the Holocaust-denying New York Slimes. I'll get to them in a minute. And the Washington Compost. It's just incredible. Incredible. And then we have Alexandria Ocasio-Cortez, who is a bigot, whose chief of staff is now a former chief of staff under investigation by the FBI for some financial shenanigans. In the last election. Here's what she had to say. Cut. Ten. Go.
6: Directly responsible. When we allude
7: to people as an invasion. As an infestation. So see
0: what's happening here now is. Do not. Oppose the progressive agenda on the border. Do not use the word invasion. Invasion. Only use the words that the radical progressives in the media, same thing, tell you you can use. So you can no longer use the word invasion. Or that will have a link to mass murder. You can't use the word illegal alien anymore, the phrase. That needs to stop. So in other words, ladies and gentlemen... You can't oppose the progressive agenda unless they tell you you can and they tell you how you can debate the issue. I'll be right back. Mark Lubin. With a daily fake news dump pouring through your TV, mobile phones and computers, you may have missed some real news like the recent study in the journal Cell Metabolism. It helps boost your immunity using antioxidants, prebiotics, and probiotics. This is real food, not some fake supplement lab powder. Just read the nutrition facts panel on the side. Go to brickhouselevin.com, that's brickhouse, L E V I N.com, and you'll get 15% off your first order with the offer code Levin. You know you're not going to start cooking fresh fruits and vegetables, so let's not pretend. Just get one full cup of fruits and one full cup of vegetables every day with Field of Greens. Go to BrickHouseLevin.com, BrickHouseLevin.com, offer code LEVIN. You know, as bad as this may sound, could the shooting help Beto O'Rourke gain momentum? not my question. This is a question from somebody at MSNBC. Do these people in the media and these Democrats, do they sound like they really care about the slaughter? I mean, honest to God, do they? Do they sound like they really care about the victims and their families? They have shown anger. They have shown a complete disregard for facts. They have attacked the President of the United States viciously and relentlessly. They're back to their playbook, pushing their legislation. Do they sound like they give a damn about these 32 people who were slaughtered? I'm asking you, seriously. When all they talk about is politics and legislation, this is all they know. This is all they know. That's who these people are. They're going to pass a law to protect us. No, they're not. They're going to pass a law aimed at disarming us, making it more and more difficult for law-abiding citizens to be law-abiding citizens and to protect their families and hunt and do all the rest of it because most of them don't. Most of them come out of Ivy League schools or, or similar backgrounds and environments. They have no connection to the Second Amendment. None. Most of the people pushing, pushing against these weapons, are out of these blue states and these blue cities where they're already banning as much as they possibly can. And yet, it's obviously, it's apparently, it's like an upside down pyramid. The more laws you pass to limit the citizenry and its ability to protect itself, the more crime you seem to have. Stephanie Rule, R-U-H-L-E, is a complete hack and moron. Dressed up as a serious anchor woman. She is not. And she's talking to somebody named Maria Kumar. Who's Maria Kumar, Mr.? I mean, I don't follow the great lineup over there at MSLSD. Oh, a commentator. Well, of course. Cut 13, go.
7: Maria Beto has said he is running in the name of decency and democracy. As bad as this may sound, could this moment be a chance for Beto to gain some momentum?
0: Well, that's what we all want to know, ladies and gentlemen. And I guarantee you, Beto is meeting with his his brain trust, trying to figure out the next lousy statement to come out of that big mouth of his. Everything is planned and plotted. Go ahead.
8: I think so. I mean, what? And when you actually, when you look at who the president is most afraid of, you often hear uh, within inner circles that Beto is the one that concerns him.
0: You mean the half-wit, low-IQ Beto? He's the one that concerns the President of the United States. And you see, ladies and gentlemen, that's the bottom line. Bottom line is, trash the President, promote the Democrats, cherry-pick your guests, advance your agenda, 32 people lie dead. And this is what we get out of our media, the so-called free press. I'll be right back. Go to BrickHouseLevin.com, BrickHouse, L-E-V-I-N.com, offer code LEVIN.
2: Mark Levin, making conservatism great again. Dial in now,
0: 877-381-3811. Hillsdale College, ladies and gentlemen. I believe it's the finest college in America. Our nation's oldest colleges were founded to teach students to seek truth and to hold up what is good. But the vast majority of them abandoned their missions long ago. That's part of the problem. Locked in the grip of political correctness, they don't even allow open discourse anymore. They peddle moral and cultural relativism and reject the idea of objective truth. But not Hillsdale College. For almost two centuries, Hillsdale has remained true to its original mission, to provide the sound learning that is essential to preserving civil and religious liberty. As Hillsdale celebrates its 175th year, it remains committed to providing its students the very best liberal arts education in the country. Hillsdale also remains committed to offering you opportunities to learn about the many blessings of liberty, so that you can do your part to preserve it. They offer you free online courses, and their free monthly speech digest of conservative thought in primus. Hillsdale extends their reach through their Kirby Center for Constitutional Studies and Citizenship in Washington, D.C. and the Barney Charter School Initiative, which is helping to establish classical K-12 charter schools nationwide. Pursuing truth and defending liberty since 1844, now that is Hillsdale College. All right. Joe Scarborough, who's the lowest of the low lives out there. What did he have to say today? Go?
3: What well, it's, it's interesting that, uh, you know, this white nationalism and hate crime, uh, the, the numbers have exploded since Donald Trump got involved in American politics. The Washington Post even reported yesterday that hate crimes in areas where Donald Trump gave rallies in 2016 have gone up over 200 percent, and yet the federal government is still not focusing. On stamping out hate crimes. A lot of people, of course, could look back and say, well, you know, back during the Obama administration, there was a real frustration that the government would not even mention the words Islamic radical extremism. Mm -hmm. And we're slow to start going after ISIS, Uh, the president dismissing it as a regional threat. Now, here we are. That was the threat then. This is now the threat of our time.
0: This is the threat of our time. We have a lot of threats that face this country. This is a threat. It's been a threat, really, since right after the Civil War and the Democrat Party and the KKK joined forces. It's something our country has tried to extinguish since that long ago. Since that long ago. But the threat of our time, ladies and gentlemen, as bad as that is, would be a nuclear missile hitting a metropolitan area. That's the threat of our time. Let's say from Iran. And very few people want to do anything about it. Now, the fact remains that people are being slaughtered in our cities every night, particularly on the weekends, and it does not get this kind of attention. It all should get attention. It all should be fact-based reporting. We don't need lectures from Joe Scarborough. Joe Scarborough knows nothing. He's a washed-up former member of the House of Representatives, a washed-up failure as a radio host, and he's really on one of the smallest TV platforms on the face of the earth. And he sits there like he's a somebody lecturing all the rest of us. His hatred for Donald Trump knows no limits. Knows no limits. Now in my book, Joe Scarborough is probably the worst perpetrator of the most vile things that have ever been said about this president. And for Scarborough, it's all personal. He was a cheerleader for Trump. So was his sidekick, Mika Ed mcmahon Brzezinski. So Trump can do no good, whether he gives a speech or whatever he does. It won't matter to Scarborough. He's given a nanoseconds thought to the victims, like most of the rest of the media, a nanoseconds thought. They get on there with spittle dripping off their sharp eye teeth, their mouths wide open, sweat beads pouring down their forehead. Their hands uh, swinging in the air like a maestro, coughing up a lung, burping out vile against Trump. They've said more hateful things against Trump than they have the mass murders. In this entire diatribe of Scarborough's, he never once mentions the killer's. He mentions Donald Trump. Incredible. Doesn't mention Elizabeth Warren. And the Dayton killer. Doesn't mention the would-be killer at the baseball field a few summers back. Tried to take out Scalise, among others. Nope. Nothing about Antifa. Nothing about the propaganda and vile rhetoric of the media. Nothing. Nothing. It's the president. The president. Jim Sciutto on CNN today. Jim Sciutto used to work in the Obama administration. He worked for ABC and CNN. Then he worked for the Obama administration. Now he's back at CNN. Now this guy should be nowhere near reporting on the president of the United States. Nowhere near. But here we go. And he goes after a Trump spokesman on rhetoric. Do you remember the rhetoric of Obama that was hostile to Christians? Do you remember that, Mr. Beducer? Talked about the Crusades. Remember that? Hostile to the cops. Obama had very, very divisive propaganda over the years. Trashing the state of Israel. It's interesting, Beto and the others, Robert Francis, to be more accurate, talk about the increase in hate crimes. The increase in hate crimes over the last three years has been against Jews. Not against Hispanics, not against African Americans, not against Muslims, against Jews. So where is the talk about AOL? or AOC. AOL. AOC, where's the talk about Talib and Omar, they are celebrated in the media. They are creations of the media. You know, hate crimes are up since Trump was in office against Jews. The best friend in the presidency, in the Oval Office, Israel's ever had. There's another reason for that increase I've talked about before. Jim Sciutto. Former Obama administration official. Now CNN again. Cut 15, go.
6: You saw that data there. uh, The president using repeatedly, not just in his public comments, but but in campaign ads, words that are repeated by, that are in common with white supremacists, white nationalists. I, I have no
0: idea what that means. They think they're clever. Again, the effort to tie this president to the Klan is sick. It's just sick. There's no evidence for this whatsoever, none. But look how extreme this propaganda is. Look at the extreme efforts they'll go to to prove this, you see. It's just incredible. Meanwhile, if you have a jihadi come into this country and blow up somebody or blow up some place, or drive a vehicle in New York and, and run down people, or so, shh, hey, what? The- Religion doesn't matter. Background doesn't matter. And by the way, that's Trump's fault too, I'm sure. Go ahead.
6: Including the shooter who carried out this attack behind me. Are you? Why is your campaign... The shooter
0: who carried out that attack also essentially embraced the democratic socialist domestic agenda on the environment on guaranteed minimum income. There is no evidence whatsoever that he embraced Trump. This is like Trump's tweet on Elijah Cummings, where they're putting words in his mouth. You know, this word infestation has a racial uh, uh, connotation. It does? Oh, yeah. Well, then why did Elijah Cummings use it 20 years ago? Hey, trying to divert. And the president only uses it when he's talking about minority. Actually, he used it when he was talking about New Hampshire a couple of years ago. How do I find these things and the media don't? Because they don't want to look. It's not their narrative. That's why. You know, the president was on an upswing. Remember? A couple of weeks ago. His polls were on an upswing. The Mueller hearings were a disaster. So they move on to the next thing. We can't just have honest journalism about the mass murder of 32 beautiful human beings. We can't just have fact-based journalism, seeking the truth, unvarnished, without politics. This is what we get. A man has to defend himself, the president, who has to prove a negative. The Republican Party goes on the run. The narrative is pushed. It's really just so appalling. How the hell can they connect him to the Klan? It is so preposterous. So, so contemptible. And then, of course, Obama chimes in. Oh, the great Obama... The noble Obama issues a statement. You know. Uh, was he issuing a statement from a yacht in the Caribbean? Or wh- where was he issuing a statement? I'm just curious. The man of the people. Oh, the great Obama has spoken. What did he say? What, what, what did he say? Oh, he was critical of Trump. Oh. We've all been waiting to hear from him. The great Obama. If only the Republicans would have allowed him to stop these mass shootings that occurred under him. If only they would have passed the legislation, you know, like, like his Obamacare for health care. If only they would have done everything Obama said, we wouldn't be in this position, ladies and gentlemen. The great Obama. Go ahead.
2: That kind of rhetoric. I think it's important to call out the problem we have with illegal immigration uh, for what it is, and that's what the president has been doing so in fighting the battle about, uh, against
0: illegal immigration.
6: But why does he have to speak about human beings in those terms? You, you know, and this goes back to the campaign, rapists and murderers.
0: Rapists and murderers. Did the president call all immigrants rapists and murderers? Did he call illegal aliens all illegal aliens rapists and murderers? He said rapists and murderers are getting into this country. Are they not getting into this country? Are our prisons not filled with rapists and murderers, including people who are here illegally? You see how they play games? Did he call every immigrant a rapist and murderer? Did he call every Hispanic a rapist and murderer? No. So why do they continue? Why don't they, in fact, play exactly what he said rather than interpreting it for us? Go ahead.
6: He laughed at a Florida rally in May of this year when people talked about shooting people coming across the border. No, you can deal well, with the legal immigration. Why rally, do you have to speak, Mark, do Mark, Mark, Why God. do you have to speak?
0: All right, stop. You see, Mr. Schudo, who's an Obama apparatchik, is not asking questions. He's pushing the agenda. Mr. Lotter is trying to speak. I'm looking at the transcript. Mr. Shuto speaks three-fourths, f- maybe even more, of the time. Mr. Lotter, the guest, has almost no time to speak. Anyway, go ahead.
6: You, I'll play the clip again for you, Mark. He laughed when Let's someone the in the crowd clip, he not laughed. He laughed. See,
0: some- he edited the clip. If we're Nancy Pelosi, they'd all be freaking out, but they edited the clip. They didn't play the whole clip of the president, and they're not going to. And they're not going to. Go ahead.
6: It's not a falsely edited clip. In fact, I'll ask my team to call it up while you're on the air. We'll see if we can call it up. The president laughed. The president Yeah, they're bringing
0: in the clip. They're not going to play the whole thing. So the president is a Klansman, ladies and gentlemen. He's an anti-Semite, ladies and gentlemen. He's laughing about Mexican rapists and murders, according to this reporter, so-called. Is that the Donald Trump you know? Is that the Donald Trump you see at the rallies? Is that the Donald Trump you voted for? Of course not. But this isn't aimed at you. It's aimed at people who are not engaged in what's actually taking place in this country. Go ahead.
6: The crowd talked about shooting them. And he made a sort of offhand comment saying, well, you can only get away with that in the panhandle. But I'm talking about the, uh, the broad sweep of his language talking about these people. Does that
0: help? Right, that's the- enough. That's enough. I'll be right back. love in. 833-RING-BHN Get 15% off your first order with promo code LEVIN That's L E V I N dot ncom Or call 833-RING-BHN Promo code LEVIN Look in the mirror You wish that double chin would just disappear? Newsflash, ladies and gentlemen, people look at your jawline because it tells them your age. Here's Cheryl from Fort Wayne, Indiana. Wow, the very first time I tried it, I could immediately feel the tightening sensation. I've been using it for a week and the results are very visible. My jawline looks much younger. While using MDL technology as Chaminade's proprietary base, Genesil's new jawline treatment specifically targets the delicate skin around the neck and jaw for tight. Healthy, younger looking skin. Now, this is important. Results are guaranteed or 100% of your money back, no questions asked. Call now, and the classic Genocel for bags and puffiness is free with your order. And to start seeing results in 12 hours or less, Genocel Immediate Effects is also free. No double chin, no turkey neck, no sagging jawline because no one needs to know your age. 800 Skin 604, 800 Skin 604, or go to Genucell.com. Get your two free gifts and free express shipping. Call 800 Skin 604, or go to Genucell.com. That's Genucell.com. I only have a minute. Mark, Long Beach, California, 870, the answer, the great K R L A. Go.
5: Yes, Mark, I'm a fourth time caller since '09. I've been listening to you. You're the only one. I'm an ind- independent who votes half Democrat, half Republican. But I just want to say I'm um, I'm on Reagan's side after he left office when he supported the Brady law in 94. And from 94 to 04, the crime rate went down. And all I want to add after that is. So I have to ask you.
0: The crime rate went down because of the sentencing commission, because of the hard sentences that were given out to people. How come you don't mention the Reagan sentencing commission and the sentencing guidelines?
5: Okay, excuse me. I'm sorry. And that's number
0: one. That's number one. What crime rate has gone down?
5: Uh, from 94 to 04. I saw that. Yes, statistic.
0: but the murder rate has been down a significant period since 2004. It's popping again. Okay. Maybe it's because the inner cities don't treat their police departments properly. Maybe it's because their police departments are undermanned. Okay.
5: And, and all I was going to ask, Ed, uh, was just one other sentence.
0: Moreover, most of the murders that occur in this country are not with rifles. Are you aware of that? They're yeah. not with AR-15s. Uh, they're with pistols. So you want to ban pistols, too?
5: No. No, I'm for, for people having guns, for hunting. Things.
0: There are background checks. I don't even know what they mean by, more, by universal background checks. What else do they want to check? Have you ever ever purchased a weapon?
5: Just one time, a shotgun back in 1974.
0: Okay, this is the problem. I have five weapons every time I had a background check in the FBI database. Every single time. Is there something else they need to search for? I don't know. I'll be right back.
1: Broadcasting from the underground command post, deep in the bowels of a hidden bunker, somewhere under the brick and steel of a nondescript building, we've once again made contact with our leader,
0: Mark Levin. Hello, America. Mark Levin. Our number, 877-381-3811, 877-381-3811. And, of course, racism only runs one way, you'll see the attempt to destroy Clarence Thomas well that wasn't racist no 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 no. after all it was Anita Hill who was used to attack him no 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 that's, that's not racist or misogyny Sarah Payne no she deserved it what are you talking about she deserved everything she got did they praise Ivanka Trump no 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 not Ivanka I mean Boy, am I sick and tired of the left and the media in this country. I've had it up to here. Up to here. Meanwhile, Sarah Palin. Have you heard this? CNBC. Sarah Palin's defamation suit against the New York Times resurrected by the appellate court. Sarah Palin... Federal Appeals Court today reversed a judge's decision dismissing former Alaska Governor Sarah Palin's defamation lawsuit against the New York Times for a 2017 editorial that suggested an image produced by Palin's Political Action Committee incited the 2011 shooting of Representative Gabby Giffords of Arizona. Well, this is propitious, timely. The appellate panel said Judge Jed Rakoff of the U.S. District Court in Manhattan in 2017 had relied on facts outside of legal findings in the case to dismiss the suit against the Times by Palin, who was the Republican vice presidential nominee in 2008. Rakoff had erred by relying on evidence introduced at a hearing in the case, according to the decision by the Second Circuit Court of Appeals. The appeals court sent the case back to Rakoff and directed the suit to proceed to the discovery phase, in which case parties would begin taking depositions and collecting evidence from each other. This is the way it's supposed to work, and this is the way it worked before Sullivan versus the New York Times, fifty years ago. This was how you kept the media honest, it wasn't an attack on the First Amendment. There are always libel laws. Always. Palin's lawyers, Elizabeth Locke and Ken Turkle, in an email statement said, this is and has always been a case about media accountability. We're pleased with the court's decision, and we look forward to starting discovery and ultimately proceeding to uh, to trial. Danielle Rhodes Ha, a spokeswoman for the Times, said, we're disappointed in the decision and intend to continue to defend the action vigorously. Defend what action vigorously? That you attempt to destroy the character of another human being by accusing her of having something to do with the killing of a federal judge and the maiming of a member of Congress? Think this is a game? You think this is a joke? Running around calling the president all kinds of names? I wonder how many death threats our president get as a result of the media. I wonder how many death threats our president get gets as a result of Beto O'Rourke and Cory Booker and the rest. The appeals panel's ruling noted that Judge Rakoff had taken the unusual step of holding an evidentiary hearing on the Times' motion to dismiss Palin's suit after it was filed in mid-2017. The hearing was to assess whether Palin's defamation claim had sufficient allegations of malice by the Times. Under defamation law, public figures such as Palin must show that a media outlet published false information with knowledge that it was false or with reckless disregard of whether it was false or not. It seems to me that hurdle was met. Rakoff's decision to dismiss Palin's case was on Bennett's testimony and that he had not meant to blame Palin for Gifford's shooting, but was instead trying to make a point about the atmosphere of political anger in the U.S., along with Bennett's claim that he had not known about the prior articles discounting any links between Palin and La- La- Launer's, that's the shooter, attack. and saying Rakoff made an error by relying on that testimony instead of court filings in the case, the appeals court panel said, this case is ultimately about the First Amendment, but the subject matter implicated in this appeal is far less dramatic, rules of procedure and pleading standards. So the left-wing judge blew it. The Times editorial at the center of the case headlined America's Lethal Politics was published in tw- June 2017 on the heels of the shooting of House Whip Steve Scalise during a baseball practice in Alexandria, Virginia. Six days after the shooting, the Times noted that Palin's Sarah Pack political action committee had shortly before the 2011 shooting at Giffords by Lofner. Circulated a map that superimposed a crosshairs target over some Democratic congressional districts, including that of Giffords. The Times editorial argued that quote, these two political shootings evidence the vicious nature of American politics. The appeals court ruling noted. Now reflecting on the Loftner shooting and the Sarah Pack sensor, uh, cross uh, crosshairs map, the editorial claimed that the link to political incitement was clear and that Palin's political action committee had circulated a map of targeted electoral districts that put Giffords and other Democrats under stylized crosshairs, suggesting that Congress members themselves had been pictured on the map. The appeals court went on to note, in the next paragraph, the editorial referenced the Hodgkinson shooting that had happened that day, that is, the Bernie Sanders supporter shooting Scalise. Though there's no sign of incitement, as direct as in the Giffords attack, liberals should, of course, hold themselves to the same standard of decency that they ask of the right. Now, Hodgkinson refers to James Hodgkinson, as I mentioned. The New York Times faced an immediate backlash for publishing the editorial, the appellate court ruling said, within a day to change the editorial and issued a correction. The newspaper also removed two phrases suggesting a link between Palin and Lofner shooting. And the correction added to an online version of the article. But they were caught. And Palin sued. A liberal district judge threw it out, violating the rules of evidence and civil procedure. The appellate court reinstated it. That's a good thing. A very good thing. Victor. Victor. El Paso, Texas, the great KTSM. How are you, sir?
9: I'm good, Mr. Levin. Pleasure to speak with you. Thank you. Uh, Yes, sir. I just wanted to say that I am a 25-year-old Hispanic conservative here in El Paso. Very few of us here. And I live about 20 or 25 minutes away from from the Walmart. And I just wanted to say that there is only one person to blame for this massacre, and that's Patrick Cruces. President Trump is not a racist. And I am very irritated right now with especially the Hispanic community, because for any Hispanic out there that says President Trump is a racist should be ashamed of themselves because he has helped out Hispanics with so many things, you know, with tax breaks, with jobs. There's numerous things that he has helped Hispanics out with. And I just thought it was also disgraceful that um, during the press conference, uh, our representative, Veronica Escobar, decided to take the mic and start yelling racism and bigotry and a bunch of nonsense. And also Beto O'Dork did the same thing. Mm-hmm. And I just find that, you know, extremely offensive to, to the commander-in-chief. And I just wanted to share one more thing that a few weeks ago I got sick and I went to the clinic to try to be seen and they told me um, that they couldn't see me because I didn't have the proper documentation. I work for a Christian ministry, so I don't have check stubs so i crossed over to mexico to get seen and i was attended within 10 15 minutes came back felt better and as i'm walking back i see the video of all the democratic nominees raising their hand to give free health care to illegal immigrants and i just thought to myself me being an american citizen and being put aside for the needs of illegal immigrants i just think that was pretty unfair
0: Mm -hmm. And I guarantee you, none of those candidates are going to be in line with illegal immigrants for health care. Absolutely. None of them. All right, my friend, I appreciate your call. And uh, good luck to you down there in El Paso and to everybody there. Our hearts go out to you, of course. Amy, Colorado Springs, Colorado, Sirius Satellite. How are you?
10: Hi, Mark. Thanks for taking my call. Mm-hmm. Um, just a couple really quick comments. Um, my husband's actually in Texas for a military school, and he got there um, a day before the shooting. And he was right outside of the um, Sands Club there as things were going down, and he saw the SWAT teams and the weapons. And he never actually made it in the store, thank God. Um, but I was texting him the whole. You time, mean Walmart? Um, Yeah, from what he said, I don't know how it's set up, but Sam's Club and Walmart are in the same area. So they had Mm -hmm. the area quartered off.
0: Well, it is the same company, so yeah, that makes sense.
10: So, um, you know, it kind of hit home for me. But um, Mm -hmm. it just makes me sick how they're blaming President Trump. I've never seen anything like it before in my life.
0: Never. I I agree with you.
10: And, you know, and... we were talking about Obama and it made me think of when those five police officers were shot in Dallas Mm -hmm. and how Obama went to Dallas. And I don't know how many times he mentioned the word I and what was supposed to be remembering those police officers. But I remember that speech as being about Jim Crow, about racism and not about the cops that were killed, and that's what Obama was. And um, to have the, the mayor of El Paso protest Trump coming there to comfort the victims' families and to comfort the people there, it just makes me disgusted, Mark. It just makes me disgusted.
0: I agree with you. Thank you, Amy. Ken, Petaluma, California, 870 The Answer, KRLA. Go ahead.
9: Mark, thanks for taking my call. Uh, mm-hmm. First, before I ask my question, I want to tell you that I, I bought a book, your book, and I loved it so much that I went and watched four others.
0: Whoa, thank friends, you.
9: Give, give to friends to maybe educate them. Um, my question is this real quick. Um, it, did any of the founding fathers, Alexander or Madison, I mean, Alexander Hamilton or Madison, uh, write in the Federalist Papers about the Second Amendment?
0: No, because remember there these were amendments after uh, the constitutional convention. Oh. So, okay. okay. But I can tell you, the uh, state conventions raised the issue, among other uh, of the what would become the Bill of Rights, and uh, and sent conditions um, and said, "Look, uh, we'll we'll vote for this, but we expect you guys to uh, to add a few of these items." And uh, among those was the the protection. Of the militia, the state militias. Really, the, the 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 left doesn't understand the Second Amendment, the militias, because the states wanted to have uh, the power of the federal government to become uh, overbearing to defend themselves, and the right to bear arms, of course, for the individual, because they knew the capacity they were fighting uh, the monarchy in Britain, of uh, of of um, uh, dictators, among others, who could uh, disarm you, and so. Uh, this was raised in one or two of the conventions, and then when you had the first Congress meet, uh, they came up with—the uh, House did 17 amendments. It went to the Senate. They whittled it down to 12. It was then adopted by the House. Uh, two-thirds supermajority of the House and the Senate sent the 12 uh, proposed amendments to the states. The states ratified 10 of them, and then you have your first 10 amendments.
9: Okay. Um, But the Second Amendment is is the protection against
2: tyranny, against the government. Uh,
0: Well, they all are. And here's the thing. They all work like puzzle pieces. They're all crucially important. Uh, So they're all very, very important. But as the government gets bigger and more centralized, more ubiquitous, uh, the various protections are getting weaker and weaker and weaker. And you can hear these people campaigning on this, and you can hear the Republicans buckling to this. All right, Ken, thank you for your call, my my friend. (coughs) Excuse me, folks. I'll be right back. Mark Levin. Another caller from El Paso, Texas, on the Mark Levin app. Melinda, how are you?
7: I am fine, Mr. Levin. Thank you for taking my call, and thank you for all you do for us. Thank you. I was just calling to let you know, you know, the, the mayor here is against having our president come down to console the people here after this great tragedy.
0: Well, no, I thought, I, the mayor, I thought the mayor said he was going to meet with the president, that this is beyond politics. You mean the congresswoman?
7: Yes, the congresswoman. Yes, I'm sorry about no. that. Yes. Yes. And so I just, I want everybody to know, you know, that, you know, I am Hispanic. My grandparents came over legally and, you know, obtained their citizenship. And I want people to know that not all of us believe as our representatives do. You know, um, we are proud to have president Isn't your
0: mayor a Republican businessman? He,
7: he is. He is a Republican, but he sometimes seems to be acting like a Democrat.
0: Mm-hmm.
7: Yes. Yeah. So I just wanted to to have people understand that not all of us people from El Paso, you know, are against our president. Coming I, out.
0: I, I honestly, I don't believe... Most of my audience feels that they, that you are or that they are. Uh, the politicians are out of control.
7: They really are. They truly, truly are. Yes.
0: All right, Melinda, thank you, and God bless you. And again, all the folks in El Paso. Jane, Wall, New Jersey, the great WABC. Go. Hi, Mark. It's very nice to speak with
8: you tonight. Thank you. Thank um, you. You know, I was in education for 30 years, and the last 10 years of my career I spent with at-risk students, and any time we had issues with with children, be it ADHD or oppositional defiance, um, manic depressive, whatever, we would refer them to a child study team, and most of the time, the parent would be reluctant to have their child going for therapy or to go into a special program because they didn't want that label attached to their, to their child, because they were afraid that if they went to high school, they would be labeled. So what would happen is the, the child would, would be unattended. They wouldn't get the help that they needed. Then they would be moved on to high school. They would feel more isolated because they're not getting the help that they want. And the school districts are very uh, hesitant to send these kids out to different programs, to different schools that deal with these mental uh, issues because then they lose money going out the door because they get you know funding for each student so as a result you have or even those who come from dysfunctional families who don't get help and as a result they grow up into um into young adults that have been dealing with these issues there have been people that will say uh like, I heard someone say, oh, I always knew he was going to do, referring to the shooter and date, and I always knew he was going to do something like this. He had a list. And yet they just continued with their type of behavior. And unless we stop it at the root when they're young and get help for these kids, this is this is unfortunately a byproduct. And I'm not saying that every student that has these type of issues are going to go on and become mass shooters, but there definitely are signs uh, along the way that everyone is choosing to ignore, especially the parents, because they don't want the stigma that their child has has issues uh, that they have to deal with. Well, let
0: me, let me say this. This is a great call, very sober thinking, and something for all of us to think about, Jane. So thank, don't, don't hang up. I'm going to send you a signed copy of Unfreedom of the Press. Thank you very much. We'll be right back. the great things I get to do behind this microphone is wish my wife a happy birthday, Julie. She is fabulous. And uh, does a lot to help me behind the scenes as a matter of fact. And when we do CPAC each year and she asks me questions and I try to answer them and none of it is scripted she's the big star not me people say well why don't you do it the other way around why don't you ask her questions maybe I will you never know you never know she's also one of the best lawyers I've ever known absolutely brilliant and of course beautiful so anyway happy birthday to my wife Julie now Last week I told you that the Senate Finance Committee is considering a bill that will seriously threaten Medicare Part D. And the bill includes something called inflationary caps. Now the Democrats are going to tell you that it will lower drug prices. But they lie. They lie. It's a gimmick. Just another attempt at price controls. You see, if a drug price is deemed too high, it'll trigger a new tax. Yes, a tax now, who do you think is going to pay the new tax? Millionaires, billionaires? No, you and seniors on Medicare will. They'll end up paying more at the pharmacy counter because the tax will actually increase, not decrease, the price of drugs. And the money from the tax, they're not, it's not going to go to help seniors either. It will go to pay for whatever pet projects Congress wants. Now, after they drive up drug prices, Democrats will then come to the rescue with a full-blown socialist drug program taking over the whole system. This is how they set us up. But there are Republicans who support this, even people in the administration. But there is a little bit of good news, thankfully. Senator Pat Toomey, this guy's a good man, a longtime free market advocate for Pennsylvania. He's leading the opposition to price controls. In other words... He wants more choice, more competition, driving down prices, the good old-fashioned way. And yet he doesn't want to do significant damage to capital investment in new drugs to improve quality of life, longevity of life, because that's exactly what will happen under price controls. Now, other Republicans need to get on board and help, me. stop the backdoor socialization of our health care. Get the facts. Go to truehealthcarefacts.com. Truehealthcarefacts.com. That's truehealthcarefacts.com. Now, by the way, as an aside, I'm going to get to the callers. Our new, new U.S. defense secretary, I don't know him, says he favors placing missiles in Asia. U.S. has so far relied on other capabilities as a counterbalance to China. Now, Mr. Producer, this is a position I've held for years, is it not? We should have. Yeah, ICBMs and intermediate-range missiles in Japan, in South Korea, and perhaps even in Taiwan. The Chinese don't give a damn that their buddy over in North Korea keeps firing off his little missiles. The Chinese don't give a damn with their fake islands that they've militarized to disrupt Not just navigation and commerce, but at some point to prevent other navies from going through the South China Sea. They claim to own the South China Sea. And so rather than us, I'm just being honest, acting as if Kim Jong-un inbred, fat little slob in my humble opinion. Look, he's not my buddy. I'm not meeting with him. He is what he is and genocidal maniac, looks like he's had uh, one or two uh, many uh, bologna sandwiches, one or two hundred. Maybe it's time that they understand that we're not going to just play games here. And so that we will ring North Korea and China with missile systems, with missile systems, that will be stationed in allied countries. I'm quite serious about this. Japan, South Korea, see if the Philippines want in. You know, uh, Vietnam and China are quite hostile towards each other because China has designs on Vietnam's water rights. So China has designs on everyone and anything that's around it. U.S. Defense Secretary Mark Esper, Reuters says, said that he was in favor of placing ground-launched intermediate-range missiles in Asia relatively soon, a day after the United States withdrew from a landmark arms control treaty. Now, we just did what the Russians did. The Russians withdrew, in fact, and so we needed to withdraw formally. That's the way it works. So I feel we should do that. And so I wanted to give you a heads up on that, because I think that's a positive development. I hope we do it. Let us go to, let's see here. Chris Amarillo, Texas, on the Mark Levin app. Go.
2: Hi, Mark. What a pleasure. Thank you. Thank you. You talk about me every day on your show. You just don't know it. My name is (laughs) Backbencher. Very good. I, I am a radio station owner. Yeah. Talk show host. We own yeah. it. We do it all. We sell the advertising. We fix the toilets. Yes. I listen to you on the podcast every morning at 4 a.m. while I'm out working out, uh, getting ready for my day. Right. And every time I hear you say backbencher, I have to chuckle because I am one. And I want to thank you
0: so no, much. No, no, you need to understand. I, I When I talk about backbencher, I'm talking about a handful of people, but I'm not allowed to name them
2: yeah i get it for sure for
0: sure Uh,
2: i'm not one who steals your stuff and try and tries to make my listeners think that it's (laughs) from me they would never believe it well what
0: the hell am i on your station
2: uh no you are not we 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 have a four-hour news talk morning show that's local and regional and then we play music we're a little odd in that
0: Oh, all right well i I don't sing very well oh well that would be nice uh,
2: I'm telling you, brother, without your information, uh, as an example, quick story, I had my congressman, Mac Thornberry, who's on the House Armed Services Committee, as you probably know.
0: I know who he is, but I don't know him.
2: He's on my show this morning. He's a good guy. But I challenged him on the budget and the debt. And we would not know those things as backbenchers if I didn't listen to you every day bringing out those things that are so important to our nation. So I just wanted you. you to know. We're fans. We're listening in the heartland. And on behalf of my fellow other backbenchers, thank you, brother, for what you do. We couldn't do it without you.
0: Chris, you're a good man, and I appreciate it very, very much. God bless you, brother. That sounds like a great guy, doesn't he, Mr. Producer? Absolutely good guy. Jack, El Paso, Texas, the great KTSM. How are you? I'm doing well. How about you, Mark? Okay, Jack. Yeah, I was calling – well,
1: first from all, when I heard the um, bail work and the other people talking the other day, I was, like, just appalled by the way that they made this so political. Mm-hmm. I mean, here we are, people are dying, and he's out there making a political statement about it. I just found that to be just thoroughly disgusting. Mm-hmm. And I'm actually glad the president's coming down here. So just
0: – Isn't if, if it – unbelievable that the media and these Democrats are trying to make it a no-go zone for the President of the United States. On the one hand, they pretend they want him to speak and unite the nation. Then on the other hand, they just keep trashing the guy.
1: I honestly don't think that they care. I think that they're just trying to get votes.
0: Well, they have a funny way of showing that they care, don't they?
1: Uh, no, I don't think that they, I don't honestly think that they do. And one of the other things I wanted to bring up too is like Beto talking about gun control. I just find this to be laughable. I mean, we live on the border and across from us is as Mexico. And I mean, this type of thing that went on in El Paso used to go on every day. Well, not every day, but it went on like all the time over there. And the first, when you go into Mexico, you, there's a sign that says you get six months in jail. If you're, if you have a gun, I mean, it, they're illegal there and it, does no good i mean it's a joke and you should know better
0: well let me ask you a question if we can't prevent people coming in here illegally and we can't prevent drugs coming in here illegally how the hell are we going to stop guns and ammo from coming in here illegally No, we're not we're not so the whole thing is a farce for people to think that uh, wow look at this Uh, washington's actually do something they're finally coming together red flags green flags this is what we want to see that's washington speak that's Washington, completely disconnected from everybody else. There may be, quote-unquote, women in the sub... You know what? This is great, Charlie. I, I, I just think Washington acting is great. Because they want to feel safe. But passing legislation doesn't make you safe. No, Supporting okay, your local police officers and, quite frankly, owning a weapon. Getting an alarm system. Those three things will make you safer than any damn thing Washington, D.C. can do. No, you're right. All right, Jack, don't hang up. I'm going to send you a signed copy of Unfreedom of the Press. Neil, Las Vegas, Nevada. The great k K K-D-W-N. How are you, sir? Good, Mark.
11: It's been a while since I spoke to you.
0: Thank Um, you. Listen,
11: Second Amendment, the right to self-defense. You know, undeniable, popular throughout the country. Um... What we need to do is get the psychos... Well,
0: the same police. people who who seek to, to eviscerate the Second Amendment, for the most part, are the same people eviscerating local law enforcement. Have you noticed that? Yes. How, how the hell yes. are innocent citizens, law-abiding citizens, supposed to protect themselves? Call 911. Well, you know what? Uh, when you have less police officers, or their hands are tied behind them, ba- their backs, and water's being poured on their head, or they're being accused of all kinds of crimes in Baltimore, and go on and on and on... The same elements attacking political elements, attacking them, are attacking the Second Amendment. Well, excuse me, I want to be armed and I want the cops.
11: I'm from New York, you're from Philly, right? Yep. We know, you know, the cops do a good job, but they get there after the fact.
0: Okay? They do the it best takes... they can, you're right. But, you know, some guys in your face, you may not even be able to call 911.
11: If you've got a guy with a machete trying to break into your apartment, you want, yep. the right, you want to retain the right to self-defense. Absolutely. Um, listen, I want to make one other point. Uh, I was listening to Nicole Wallace and Donnie. She's quite loathsome. Is she? I mean, they, both, they are just dripping
0: with hatred. You said you know? Nicole Wallace and who? And Donnie Deutsch. Yeah Donny, I believe it's pronounced douche." That's the Sephardic pronunciation. Um, it's, like
11: beyond, it's beyond partisanship. It's, they are nah. so personal, right And so they have so much hatred.:
0: Yep. you know it, it's So tell me, why would a reputable, if it is reputable, newsroom put them out there? Why would a company like Comcast that owns uh, MSNBC allow somebody like that? To go on TV calling people neo Nazis, comparing it to the Third Reich, unless they wanted it.
11: You know, listen, I, you know, you just brought to mind something that I wanted to mention. I heard this reporter on MSNBC. Um, you know, all these undocumented children we have? Yep. I heard it costs us $800 a day to keep them housed in a concentration camp. Um, can I get a room at that concentration yeah, camp? Right, exactly.
0: All right, my friend. I appreciate your call. Let's continue. And by the way, here, here's the thing. People are coming into this country either voluntarily or as a result of criminals. We're not pulling people across the border. So people who are coming voluntarily, you have to wonder why, if the conditions are what the Democrats and the media say, correct? I heard Beto O'Rourke, boy, this guy... It was going on. These people are escaping these, these horrific situations in their country. So I'm thinking to myself, well, apparently Trump called them asshole countries, right, Mr. Producer? Well, if they're traveling 2,000 miles because of crime and they can't get a job, well, what, what would you call them? And he was called a racist for that, remember? We have tens of thousands of people, hundreds of thousands of people trying to get into this country from these marvelous, magnificent ...fabulous cultures and societies and countries. Now, does that make sense to anybody? Lee, Los Angeles, California, 870 The Answer. We're short on time, but go right ahead.
7: Uh, you know, honor to talk to you again. Uh, Thank you. I was you. a reporter in Chicago, and years ago... ...covered a story, three, a couple of... ...a small group of teenagers were in a park. They saw an elderly man, he had a bicycle... They hit him with a two by four, knocked him down, took the bike. I reported the facts of the story, and at the end of the and and as I was wrapping it, I said, "I just said, you know, now would be a good time to remember and acknowledge that there are rules to a civilized world. One of them is when you take if, if you take a two by four, you really shouldn't hit anybody. But if you take a two by four, you should not." hit an old person. I think we ought to remind everybody of that.
0: No, you're right. You're right. I appreciate you. Exactly right. We'll be right back.
11: Mark Levin.
0: Always asking me, Mark, is the X chair really as comfortable as you say it is? And my answer is always, yes, it is. And I'm sitting in it right now. In fact, I probably don't do an adequate job describing just how great this chair feels. So take my advice, get one yourself and feel it yourself. And thanks to X chairs' 30-day no questions asked guarantee of complete satisfaction. You hear me? No risk. So if you're wondering if what I say is true, try it for yourself. Once you feel the X-Chair's patented, dynamic, variable, lumbar support, or DVL, you'll understand exactly why I love my X-Chair so much. Take advantage of X-Chair's new financing option and increase your productivity with the right model for you, X-Basic or X1 through X4. X-Chair can fit your body and your budget. X-Chair is on sale now for 100 bucks off. Just go to XChairLevin.com, that's XChair, L-E-V-I-N.com, or give us a call, 1-844-4XChair. Go to XChairLevin.com now, use code XWheels, and you'll receive a free set of the new X Wheels with your chair. That's XChairLevin.com, or 844-4XChair. Don't forget, I'll be on Hannity in literally 35 minutes on the Fox News Channel. I hope you'll join us. Quickly, the New York Times, you've heard this all day, but not my take. They started out with a headline last night on their webpage, which they eventually changed in their newspaper. Trump urges unity versus racism. That's how they headlined his speech. The Democrat candidates running for president objected to the New York Times on Twitter. And so the New York Times changed the headline. Assailing hate, but not guns. Now this shows you again not that you and this audience needed it, the relationship, the symbiotic relationship between the media, including and especially the New York Times and the Democrat Party. It also shows you more, reminds you about history. When the New York Times buckled to the Franklin Roosevelt administration and did the best it could to cover up facts and information about the Holocaust It seems the New York Times hasn't learned its lesson, and neither have the rest of the media. Just keep that in mind as you watch the modern mass media continue to disassemble, to unravel, and to degrade, and hopefully to be replaced with a true free press, because God knows we need it. We salute our armed forces, police officers, firefighters, emergency personnel, all law enforcement. Thank you so much. I'll see you in 30 minutes on Hannity, on Fox. And God bless each and every one of you. See you tomorrow. From the Westwood One Podcast Network.